Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, on my freedom to determine the secret sauce of life, freedom, quality of life, I boiled it down to four components, time, freedom, location, emotional, and health freedom. And once I discovered that secret sauce, I was on a mission to find those people that were living the life, living the dream, and getting their insights and distinctions and sharing it. So today I'm happy to introduce uh, Courtney Elmer and she is um, a founder anti-fragile entrepreneurship and she's got an amazing story talking about resiliency, embracing anti-fragility. So today's talk is all going to be about mindset and podcast marketing. So Courtney introduce herself and uh, take it away. So Courtney, welcome. Dr. Liu, thank you for having me. It is an honor to be here. And as you mentioned, I am the creator and founder of Anti-Fragile Entrepreneurship. That is my podcast where we talk about how to navigate those ups and downs on the entrepreneurial journey. As we all know, all of you listening know, we have many of those ups and downs along the way. And my business, The Effortless Life, our goal is really to help entrepreneurs learn how to build businesses that can run without them and help them use their voice to catalyze positive change in the world. So I'm always down to talk about business systems, podcast marketing, and of course, anti-fragility and how to develop a mindset of anti-fragility in mm. order to move through these ups and downs that we experience on our journey. Yeah. It's interesting because you mentioned this idea of ups and downs and uh there's these ups and downs are happening more frequently, more often, more sudden, sometimes longer lasting. So um that's why it's so important to have guests such as yourself. And so, you know, we'll talk about mindset and then the marketing part, because you've, you know, built these systems and you built a thriving business. So <clears throat> talk about embracing anti what does the concept mean? and leveraging adversity to your advantage as a hidden opportunity. Yes. So anti-fragility to me means learning how to grow through whatever it is you go through. And it, this was a concept that was discovered by a man named Nicholas Taleb, Nassim Nicholas Taleb. He's an author of the book Anti-Fragile. And he used to work in risk management in the financial industry. And he began to notice that there were certain systems within nature 
within governments, within families, within business that were more anti-fragile than others. And what that means, really anti-fragility goes a step beyond resilience. Whereas we often think of resilience being kind of the end-all be-all. Gosh, if I could just get more resilient, I'll be able to bounce back better from stress, withstand the pressure from work that I'm getting from my boss, right? Or the pressure to perform within my business and generate income. But there's actually one step or rung, one rung on the ladder above that, beyond that. And that is anti-fragility. Because with resilience, resilience doesn't necessarily mean that you grow through the adversity that you face. You might face mm. really hard things. You might be in those valleys in life, those down seasons, but you don't grow from it. You just continue with the status quo. You pick back up where you left off and keep going and hope that you can just make it through, grit your teeth, you know, grin and bear it the next time that something, you know, adversity comes your way. But anti-fragility means looking for the growth and looking for the opportunity in those difficult moments. It can be hard to do. But I first discovered this myself quite by accident, because when I was 19 years old, I was diagnosed with anorexia, OCD, mm. and depression. And this was the first time in my life where I really began to understand what mindset meant and that I even had a mindset. Until then, I'd just been going through my life, you know, typical path, you know, go through high school, go through college, get a degree. And this really stopped me in my tracks and through a lot of therapy and a lot of support. I was able to heal from that without medication, without inpatient therapy. And what it boiled down to was that I had the desire to grow through it. And I even told that to the professionals who you know, diagnosed me and they said, you really need to be in an inpatient facility. This is very serious. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, I'm going to work through this on my own because I know that if I don't, then I won't develop the mental muscle that I need to face something like this in the future. So fast forward about six years after that, I had met the love of my life. I was working nine to five in a typical career retail space. We were planning our wedding, which was very stressful. You, know, you could call that a season of adversity where it was just one thing after the next, lots of stress, lots of pressure, you know, and, and we call this life. It's just the day-to-day -day stuff within our life. And a couple of weeks before the wedding, I had a really severe sinus infection and I thought, oh gosh, my immune system's shutting down on me. I'm just, I'm sick. I'm so stressed. There's so much going on. Can't wait to get this wedding behind me so that I can just take a breath. Well, two days after we got home from our honeymoon, I found myself sitting in another doctor's office this time, but this time I was getting diagnosed with cancer mm. and I was just 25 years old. And that caused me to reflect on not just my lifestyle, my choices, my habits, but what I believe to be true about myself and others. So that summer, I went through radiation and treatment. And thank the Lord, it's been almost 10 years, cancer-free. Very, very grateful for that. But that was what really those two life events were what really helped me to discover what anti-fragility meant but from the inside out. It wasn't book knowledge. It wasn't learning about this concept and then trying to navigate it or apply it in my life. But it was learning about this because of the adversity that I faced. And as I looked back on those very difficult seasons and moments in my life, I started to examine, you know, what really were some of the beliefs that I developed about myself in those times to help me move beyond them? 
there are a variety of beliefs, but one of the biggest ones was simply that I could get through this. This was happening for me mm. and that there was something waiting for me on the other side of this challenge. I just had to face it. And that the only way out was, was through. Couldn't go around it, couldn't go under it, couldn't skip past it, had to go through it. Mm. But in going through it, I was able to reap the fruit of those experiences. And that is what helped me develop more of a mindset of anti-fragility. Now here today, you know, as I face day-to-day life, global pandemics, anything that you, you know, that comes across our plate, you name it. But it's helped me to develop that mindset of what it really means to be anti-fragile. Yeah, very, you know, all I can say is wow, very, you know, powerful, inspiring story. Going through it, it's almost like, you know, the next crisis is like, okay, what's next? You know, how do we get through this? And um and then uh you know a good mentor was like you want to use the hard tough times to kind of you know or i don't want to minimize it but emotionally break even so that when the good times come you can let it rip and roar and flourish a lot of thing is uh what are some common mindset shifts that entrepreneurs need to make in order to turn adversity into an opportunity Great question. I love this. And one of the most powerful ones for me is going to sound really simple, but one of the beliefs that I had and still notice pops up from time to time in seasons of stress or seasons where I'm feeling extra pressure, extra overwhelm from my workload or whatever it might be, is the belief that I can't do this. And to replace that belief with, I can't do this alone. It is a very simple, but very powerful shift. And looking back, going back to my experience, you know, with the eating disorder and OCD and depression and navigating through that difficult time, that was the belief or one of the beliefs that pulled me through was because the reality is we can't do it on our own. We like to think we can. We like to feel like we're in control. But oftentimes there are things that happen that are beyond our control. The only thing we can control is our reaction and our response to it and how we choose to move through it. So what I chose to do in that specific season to give a specific example was to surround myself with support and people who I knew that could help me to the degree that they could. Of course, I had to do my own inner work too in order to move through that season. And I feel like this is true in the entrepreneurial space too. Every day in my business, I'm faced with the decision to spend my time here or spend my time there. Do I check that email and answer that email or do I spend it creating content You know that I could market my business? Or do I spend it coaching a client and bringing in revenue? And we're faced with all of these choices. And sometimes we feel without even knowing it, we think that we've got to do it all ourselves. Very common mindset. And then we get to a point in our business where we feel that pressure and it's like, gosh, I can't do it myself. How am I going to solve this problem? I feel so overwhelmed. And when you notice those moments where you know, you're going about your day You could barely take a deep breath. You've got this feeling in the pit of your stomach, this pressure on the back of your neck and your shoulders, and you're just not quite sure how you're going to make it through another day operating at this this level, this extreme. Ask yourself or switch that belief out instead of, I can't do it. I can't do it alone. Hmm. And then that will just help to open up that little crack where the light can get in and, and you can start to look for opportunities and ways to find help and support. Yeah, I love that. Um, Find any uh opening and edge and kind of make the most of that um so then you talk about uh once they the common mindset shifts that they need 
And then how do you help clients maintain their momentum even when facing ongoing challenges and obstacles? This is another great question because this is sometimes in our life or in our business where let's say something unexpected happens, you know, global pandemic hits, or you get an unexpected diagnosis, or you got a flat tire on the way to the grocery store, whatever it might be, could be something big, could be something small, could be a lot of small things added up that feels really big. But we all find ourselves in these valleys. I call them valleys, these low points. And in those moments that our, our human nature wants to get out of that pain, that uncomfortable state where we feel like, you know, it's just there's darkness and it's just it's difficult. We want to get out of those moments as quickly as we can because we want to be at the top of the mountain. We look at the people who appear to be on the top of the mountain. Maybe you follow them on Instagram. You know, it's the people in your industry you look up to and aspire to be like, you're like, gosh, why can't I be there? Why does all this keep happening to me? It's just, gosh, my life's so difficult. My life's so stressful. And in those moments, what I want you to realize is that the valley is actually the most fertile ground. Because if you look back at ancient civilization, they didn't settle on the top of the mountain. They didn't settle on the side of the mountain. They didn't set up camp, you know, in the forest, three-fourths of the way up the mountain. They settled in the valley because it was the most fertile ground. So first and foremost, in order to maintain momentum, maintain your motivation in those dark seasons is first to accept that the dark seasons are normal. We all face them and that they're happening for a reason. That reason may not be clear yet, but that valley and your journey through that valley is refining you. It's helping you become the person you were meant to be, that you've been put on this earth to be. Maybe it's helping you shed a layer of something that has been keeping you from having the success you want. Maybe it's helping you re realize a belief or something that was there that in your mind has been preventing you from getting the result you want. Maybe it's just that you needed to go through that dark time and feel some feelings that you weren't letting yourself feel and process through that emotionally. And so those valleys always have a lesson for us. They always have a silver lining. Doesn't mean the valley is easy. Doesn't mean it's fun to be there, but there is something there for us. So that is one principle that I hold on to whenever I'm facing a difficult season in my life. And to remember that in those moments, it's not actually about the momentum. It's about staying in the game, not quitting, not stopping, and just continuing to move forward as best you can with even if it's the smallest, most baby steps, but to keep moving, trusting that when you do, that light will appear. But the only way out is through. We have to move through those seasons in order to reap reap the fruit of the valley uh as you read like i said very powerful insightful answers for the audience and uh very inspiring and as we come you know closer to the end you know you have a podcast called anti-fragile entrepreneurship it's been ranked among the top 1.5 percent of best business podcasts globally uh having interviewed some of the most renowned experts on the show and then talk about how you know for a lot of these uh the audience they want they're they're entrepreneurs and they're interested in marketing how you talk about anti-fragility with your podcast and podcast marketing to expand your reach yes so my background is in business systems and psychology and i i love both fields 
And I love blending both fields together to help entrepreneurs build what I call a self-sustaining business, a business that you run, not one that runs you. I've worked with countless individuals who come to me frustrated that they're not meeting their revenue goals. They don't have leads flowing in consistently. They feel stressed and fearful because they don't know where their next client is coming from. The world has changed a lot these past few years. At the time of this recording, the economy is in a not so great place. There's a lot of question marks that people face in their daily life. There's a lot of unknowns. And when you're an entrepreneur, you can multiply that times 100. There are a lot of unknowns on the journey of entrepreneurship. It is not a journey for the faint of heart. What happens is most of us get into business because we have a calling. We have a mission. We feel called to do the work we're doing. We want to help people. We want to make the world a better place. But we get into business and we find ourselves in business and we realize it's not quite that simple. It's not quite as simple as throwing up a website and putting a buy button on there and saying, book me for to be your coach, right? Or, or buy my program or buy my book. We, we very quickly realize how much we don't know about business when we start off on our entrepreneurial journey. And this can feel overwhelming. Figuring out how to market yourself how to stand out from your competition, how to generate sales consistently, how to deliver what you've promised to the people that you work with and ensure that they have a good experience so they refer you and you can retain those clients. The day-to-day -day operations, how much time are you spending in your inbox or answering emails that really someone else could probably be answering for you, right? But these little things that we do every day that bog our time down. So on the podcast and in my work within our company as a whole, we look at four areas of business. We help entrepreneurs learn how to develop the systems, structure, and support in place so that they have a business that can withstand any storm and weather any storm and really creating an anti-fragile business through visibility systems that set them apart as the go-to expert in their niche through sales systems that help them enroll clients on a consistent basis so that they're not scrounging for sales or feeling desperate or worrying where their next client's going to come from. Deliverability systems so that their clients actually get the results that you're promising and they have an incredible experience and want to continue being your client and want to refer you to their friends and family. And then the day-to-day -day operations and how to get yourself out of the weeds of the business so that you can be the leader of the business and really remain in that seat of visionary to lead the business forward. And so when you're trying to navigate all of this by yourself, combined with the day-to-day -day issues you might experience, maybe you're growing your business alongside your professional career, so you've got things to deal with there. Maybe you've got a family. I have a five-year-old, right? Being a mom is my number one priority. My business comes second. There are days that I can't work my business because my son's home from school or he's sick or he needs me. And so how to navigate the day-to-day -day adversity we face as well as the adversity we face in our business and lay a very strong foundation to build and scale a company that can grow without you and beyond you. And I mentioned podcast marketing at the start you know, of this episode, and that is one area where we focus heavily because most of the people that we work with are looking for better ways to leverage their time. They don't have a lot of time. They don't want to spend their time creating short form content for social media, right? That just gets buried in the newsfeed <laughs> after 24 hours, you know? And, and if you do the math, 
Someone has to spend an average of seven hours with you now before they trust you enough to make a buying decision. So if you look at short form content and you do the math there, that's 3,400 seven second videos. I don't know who has time for that unless it is your full-time job, right? So <laughs> chances are, and the entrepreneurs who listen to our show are people who got into business to make the world a better place. They're on a mission. They feel called to do the work they do. They're not full-time content creators. They're not looking to be an influencer. They're looking to build true influence. And so through helping entrepreneurs develop these systems and also through podcasting to help them position themselves as the go-to leader in their space, that's what we help people do. And we cover a ton of topics on the podcast, all centered around helping you become more anti-fragile as an entrepreneur and build an anti-fragile business. Yeah. What an amazing story. Entrepreneurship is all about growth and um, navigating through these crises and making your business more resilient, whether that's, you know, Zoom, podcasting, YouTube, social social media. That's uh, interesting. I, I like that seven-hour rule. And plus, it's you know very more intimate when you're listening to a podcast. Or, um, so how can people contact you, follow you, and work with you? Yes. So if you're an entrepreneur or if you're looking to build a business of your own and you want to be able to build a business that gives you that freedom, that's why you listen to this podcast, I know, and you want support to better navigate the ups and downs on this entrepreneurial journey, then I invite you to also check out my podcast, which is Anti-Fragile Entrepreneurship. And you can find it on any app that you listen to your podcast. Yeah. And uh, for all the audience out there, let's thank Courtney for sharing her amazing, inspiring, powerful story and sharing wisdom and nuggets about mindset and how to use podcasting and marketing to make an influence. So uh, with that, all of her resources will be in the links in the show notes. And thanks so much for coming on the show and thanks for tuning in. Thank you for having me. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.